Christ is baptized in the Jordan. It's nice that the Holy Spirit blew up such a wind that all of you could come this morning. Even my godson all the way, was blown all the way over from Asia is here to see his papas and be with him on this great feast. When I was a young boy in Moses Lake, Washington, and I remembered also in the little town just south of there, Othello, Washington, where I was born, on 4th of July, we would go to the park to watch the great fireworks display. And we would get there early because we all wanted a good seat as if you can't find a good spot. And, and at dusk would came. And finally, you would hear two boom, boom, and then boom, boom. Two big explosions with no glitter, no color, just two sounds, boom, boom. Those two sounds were merely the announcement that the firework display was about to begin. And then the explosions with all the color would assume. John the Baptist is merely the boom, boom, before the great boom and color of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. When he began his ministry... Malachi, 400 years earlier, was the last prophet. So for 400 years, it was silence. And then boom, boom. The Holy Spirit stirred John the Baptist out of his place of hiding, not hiding, but out of his place in the desert to begin his ministry. And to begin his preaching, and it was electrifying, boom, boom. It was drawing people by the hundreds. They say even maybe by the thousands were coming to him, boom, boom. With what power he delivered his message. And these electrifying, powerful words were so engaging, the people thought, this is it. The Messiah is coming. The liberation of Israel from the Roman occupation is about to begin. Boom. Boom. We're going to have land. We're going to have riches. We're going to have prosperity. Boom. Boom. But John the Baptist shut them down quick. He did not bring in a, a world, a, an issue, announcement of prosperity and wealth in the worldly terms. He said, repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Boom. Boom. But his words were so engaging. Even the Pharisees had to deal with him. Even they could not address them in such a way to shut him down. They had to respect him, whether they liked him or not. To the point that people began to think, this is the Messiah, perhaps. But he would raise his voice again, boom, boom. As we heard in our gospel today, the one who I am to baptize I am not worthy even to unfasten his sandal straps. Boom. 
boom. And then the appointed day arrives. The day for which he was born. To stretch out his hand to our Savior. And to baptize him. And with all this power and all this might that he's been preaching, suddenly there's a perceptible tremor, a slight resistance, a slight hesitation on the part of the Baptist. If during the summer you've been in a lake and it's just deathly, just like glass or in a swimming pool or even in the kitchen sink, if you ever put your hands down onto the water, just as it starts to touch, where the water almost seems to jump up and connect to your fingers, if you hold it there and then slowly, ever so slowly, press onto the water, you can feel the tension, the resistance of the water before you break through. That's how perceptible this resistance is, what we hear from the Baptist. Because the Baptist will say, I am to baptize you with water, he says to Jesus. But you should be baptizing me. Why the tension? Why the resistance when he went to stretch out his hand? Well, if you'll remember, and if you don't, we will remember in a few, in a few months, the last time that man stretched out his hands, he touched death. The last time he stretched out his hands thinking he knew what was right, he touched the fruit of death and brought about the corruption and the fall of man. No wonder at the very core of the Baptist there was this hesitation because he went to reach for man and he found God. But instead of a serpent speaking, the very word of God made flesh spoke. Do this, that all righteousness may be fulfilled. Do this, for this is God's command. Whereas in the garden it was do not, but here it is do this. Even the Jordan River, we read in the Psalms, says the Jordan River, why, O Jordan River, did you turn back on its course? Because it thought it was approaching man and found God. But unlike reaching for the tree of death in the garden, there in the Jordan River that day, mankind through the person of the Baptist reached out and touched the tree of life. And ushered in a new life for you and for I. The waters became a means now that he was standing in to convey the grace of God to all. This wasn't a moment where a second century uh, Gnostic heresy that came out of Egypt would say that at this moment, Jesus, up to this moment, Jesus was merely man, but when he was baptized, that's when divinity entered him. No, 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 no. He was always that way before he even went into the water. And because he was that way before he went into the water, even the waters themselves became sanctified and became a means for conveying his grace and his new life. And because of this, all creation, the entire cosmos is regenerated, recreated anew. 
So that now, with that power of God that was in that water, that was conveyed to all humanity through our baptisms, a man could be baptized, he could be ordained to speak with the power and force of God to take ordinary water and make it a means for conveying new life in Christ. For taking oil of the olive tree and making it a means to bring about the descent of the Holy Spirit, to bring about the means of healing and the forgiveness of sins, to take ordinary bread and wine and change it into the body and blood of Christ. This is the power that was given to humanity in that water. Instead of the fruit of death, we gain the fruit of life. Boom. Boom. This is what we're celebrating this day. The recreation of all humanity. The ending of the old laws, the axe is laid bare to it, and a new life in grace takes over. A life in God. Now, as I said at Christmas, the serpent unwittingly prophesies what God had planned for man. When he says, oh, you will not die, he said, in the garden you will be like God. And God used that against him. Because now, we become like gods, Jesus says. And as St. Athanasius would say, God became man that man might become God. Not by nature, but by grace. By participation in the life, death, and resurrection of Christ that we receive through our own baptism and dunking into the water of death and life. What a magnificent feast we are celebrating this day. And the one who ushered it in for us had no spectacular colors, no beautiful designs or displays in the sky. He was merely the sound that announced the coming of the one who would change our lives forever. As we prepare to bless the water in the baptismal font, the Jordan water, I ask you to listen carefully to the prayers. Listen to the immediacy of the prayer. Today, today, today. This is a new life that you and I are participating in. We are not just celebrating some historical event. No way. We are there in the Jordan at that time with the Baptist and with all those around who witnessed it. And through this liturgical celebration, we too will see the Spirit in the form of a dove descend upon our Lord as it descends upon the water the moment the priest breathes on it, the moment the candles are put out and in the form of a cross in it, the moment the priest's hands are put in the water in the form of a cross, the moment the cross itself is dunked into the water and makes the sign of the cross, all that stirs the water as a sign of the life of the Holy Spirit that is in it and passed on to all of us. Theophany is a feast of light and a revelation of the Trinity. This is my beloved Son, on whom my favor rests. The moment the Baptist touched the head, all humanity was cringing, what is going to happen? Because the last time the touch took place, 
A voice in the garden says, where are you? What have you done? But today ushers in a new life. No reprimand this time. This time we are given free access to God through our Savior Jesus Christ. This is my beloved Son on whom my favor rests. He who sees Him sees me. He who lives in Him lives in me. Christ is baptized. 